Well, tonight I have a short little nugget for us tonight, and it's something that God really showed me in such a cool way, and I'm going to just share it tonight. Uh, one thing about me, one thing that I really enjoy to do is, like, just look back and, like, evaluate, like, the season that I'm in now. I like to look back, like, last year or the year before and just, like, see where I was last year versus where I am now. And so uh, I always like to see and make sure that I'm growing, that I'm learning something new, that I'm not in the same place that I was last year or the year before that. And we all need to be that way, making sure that we're growing and we're never in the same spot that we were last year. But while I was doing that, I was thinking about this, where I was last year, right now we're mid-October, about to finish up October, about to go into November, holidays, things like that. And... 2023 is basically over with. We got like 10 more weeks of 2023, and it's a whole new year. And so around this time, back in 2018, I went to Rama Bible College in Oklahoma. And before that, I grew up in a very small town. And in this town, the population was about 5,400 people, 5,400 people. And it blows my mind when I come here and a lot of y'all talk about how your school has like eight, nine hundred students in your high school building. And it just blows my mind that I grew up in a small town with 5,000 where your high school has a thousand kids. And so it's a very small town. We have restaurant wise, we have a Sonic, we have a Dairy Queen. We have a Pizza Hut, and we have a Subway. That's all we got. We ain't got none of that. We're in a small town. We ain't even got a Walmart. We small. We got to drive about 20 minutes to go to a Walmart. Got to drive 30 minutes to go to, like, Starbucks. We ain't got nothing. If we want coffee, you're making it at home. And so around 20, 2018... I went to Bible college, and Broken Arrow is a lot bigger. There's a lot more things. Broken Arrow was the first place that I realized that there was neighborhood Walmart. Didn't realize that was a thing until I went to, the, uh, went to Rama. And so I'm realizing that there's so much more that the world has rather than the five little things in my small town. And one thing that I finally tried in 2018. In 2018, 19-year-old Nathan had my first Chick-fil-A sandwich. Listen, listen. So one day after school at Raymond, we have classes from uh, 8 o'clock in the morning till I think the latest class ends at 12. So we only have morning classes. And so after school, like, a bunch of people always go out to eat, to go eat lunch. Well, one day, had a group of friends. They were like, we're going to Chick-fil-A. Never had it. I was like, well, is it good? They are like, yeah. And they looked at me like, like I was weird. Like, who does, who's never had Chick-fil-A before? 
And so I decided to go, got in my car, went to Chick-fil-A, and I had it. Once I took a bite of my spicy chicken sandwich, I realized that I was missing out on so much in life. And so after I ate that sandwich, my life was basically changed. I was a new man. And Chick-fil-A became my favorite restaurant. I, hold on, I had such a desire and a want for Chick-fil-A that I would go on a daily basis to go get Chick-fil-A. And during holidays when all of my other friends went back home to visit family, I stayed in Oklahoma. And I'm a 19-year-old boy. I don't cook. So guess where my car was at every night for dinner? In that Chick-fil-A drive-thru, getting my spicy sandwich, my uh, fries, and at the time, I really enjoyed Cherry Coke. And so I would always get that every time. I didn't change my orders, and on some of those days, I would go to Chick-fil-A twice a day. And I really enjoyed it. I wanted Chick-fil-A. That was the only thing that I wanted, and Chick-fil-A was the only place that had what Chick-fil-A offered. And so uh, I would go pick up my dinner, and it was easy to go get it because I, I lived in student housing, so I lived on the front. So I lived on the front row of apartments, and all I got had to do was drive out, drive, uh, put the car in reverse a little, turn left, go to the exit, turn another left, and drive about three minutes to Chick Fil A. I get in a drive-through, tell them what I want, they take my money, I get my order, and I drive back. It's about a ten-minute trip all the way around. And I'm back at my house watching TV, eating Chick-fil-A. And it was very easy. And I developed a hunger for Chick-fil-A. I tasted it. I seen it was good. And I realized they have what I want. They offer what my natural person, natural body wants. I want that spicy chicken sandwich, my fries, and a cherry Coke, and I know where I can go to get it, right? And I knew that I couldn't go to McDonald's. I couldn't go to Whataburger. I couldn't go to Walmart to get a Chick-fil-A sandwich, right? And so it was very easy to get what I wanted, and I went and got it. And as I was evaluating myself and was looking back at, the, at that time, I realized that we ought to have a hunger for God like I did for Chick-fil-A. There should be a desire in our life that says, man, I want God. I want the things of God. I want his word. I want everything that pertains to God. So much that I don't care what it takes. I want it now. And just like how I was with Chick-fil-A, I was obsessed with it. It never got old. I never said, man, like, I'm done with this. No, I kept wanting it. I would send Snapchats to my friends, and they'd be like, bro, you're getting it again? And I, while I was 
just thinking about this, that's how we ought to be. We ought to be like, you know what? I just had a long time in prayer with God, but I'm ready to talk to him again. Or I spent an hour in my Bible just reading his word, but I'm ready to get back into it again. Or I came to church on Sunday mornings, and I stepped in, and I came expecting, and I realized, and I got what God had for me, and I ministered to God, but you know what? I have a hunger, and I'm ready to go to youth group to get more of God. That's how we ought to live our lives, that, you know what? I just had some time with God, but I want some more. Because when you have that desire, what you're telling yourself is, you know what? What God just showed me, what God just did for me was good. And I want more of it. Just like I tasted that Chick-fil-A sandwich that one afternoon. And I realized, man, this is good. And I wanted more. And you need to have a, and you should have a desire in your life for God that nothing else in life can satisfy that need other than God. So many people your age are out there trying to satisfy that need with boyfriends and girlfriends, with sports, with academics, with having the most amount of friends. But if they only realize that what they're trying to satisfy is that spot in their life is God. But just like how I was, in order for you to have that desire, you got to experience it. Because I could have went to Chick-fil-A, ordered a meal, paid them, sat down, and never had it. If I would have done that, I would have never tasted that sandwich. And that's how so many people are. They come to church, they drive 30 minutes from Beauregard, or from Auburn, or from Opelika, wherever. They drive all the way to Compass Church, or to wherever their church is at. And they come to church, they even bring their Bibles. And they sit in the back row, and they think, those purple chairs equals a nap. And when you nap at church, you don't get to experience what God had for you that service. God has so much in a service for you. But it's up to you to go out there and experience it. And in order for you to want to experience the things of God, you got to have a desire to. You got to say, you know what? I want God. I don't care if I'm the only person. I'm going to go read my Bible. I'm going to go spend time in prayer and talk to God and listen to God. Right? And so in order to have a hunger for God, you must have a desire for God and the things of God. Psalms 34, 8 
says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Just like how my friends told me, Chick-fil-A is good. The Bible is telling us Jesus is good. God is good. And just like I trusted my friend and believe in him that Chick-fil-A was good, we can believe in the Bible and know that Christ is good. That when you experience Christ, it's going to be good. And so this verse tells us that the Lord is good, and some people don't even open up their Bibles. There's so many good things in our Bible, but so many people put their Bibles on their desk, and the only thing it's doing is collecting dust. We got to build a desire, we got to have that hunger for God, and the things of God. And like I said, what does that look like? Reading your Bible, coming to church and wanting to participate in worship, having a Bible during church. I forgot who I told, but it's crazy to come to church and not even bring a Bible. If I told you, hey, we're going to go play basketball, and you come in cowboy boots. That'd be crazy, right? Because in order to play basketball, you need to have some type of basketball shoes. And cowboy boots are not cow- basketball shoes. And so it, when we come to church, we need to come with the right materials. Because we all come with Starbucks. We all come with our phones. But so many times we think those are better things to bring to church rather than our Bibles in a notebook. And so it's on a daily. You got to have a hunger for God. You got to want the things of God. And you can't live off of yesterday's meal. You can't live today off of what you read in the Bible yesterday. If London had McDonald's yesterday, she can't live today and be full and satisfied with what she ate for lunch yesterday. We have to feed our spiritual man daily. Doctors tell us that we got to feed ourselves three meals and two snacks in the middle of the day, throughout your day. So that means eat a breakfast, then a snack, lunch, snack, dinner. And a lot of us, we do that. But so many times, we feed our spirit man a cold snack once a week. And your spirit man is hungry. Right, Lamar? And so it's up to us to have, to feed ourselves, to have a hunger for God on a daily basis. 
And what does that mean? The Bible is considered food for our spirit, man. Having prayer time is good for our spirit, man. Being with God. Worshiping God. Coming with expectations with the Bible and a notepad to church. It's satisfying that hunger. But it's up to you to do it daily and not just on Sundays. And the cool thing about this is God is not like Chick-fil-A. God doesn't have a set time to say, you know what, you can come talk to me at 6 a.m., but don't come after 10 p.m. because I'm going to go to sleep. He doesn't have a card to clock in and clock out. Right? And so we can go to God whenever. And the cool thing is that wherever I am at, I can talk to God. But wherever you're at at the same time, you can talk to God. And there's a big word that I want you to get tonight. And it's that God is omnipresent. Meaning he's everywhere. So I can talk to God here in Opelika while Theo talks to God in Beauregard. Or in Tuskegee. God can talk to you and you can talk to God wherever and whenever. And so in order to have, in order to do anything for God, there must be a desire and a hunger to do those things. But in order to have a hunger, you got to first experience it. You got to experience God. Because you know what? I have no desire and I'm not will never be hungry for a restaurant that I've never had. Like, I never go to Miss Santa and say, you know what, I really want Applebee's. Why? Because I've never been to Applebee's. I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. I've never experienced it. But I can tell Miss Santa, you know what, I really want some Chick-fil-A. Or I really want some Whataburger. Why? Because I've been there and I've tried it and I know it's good. And so in order to have a desire to do the things for God, in order to have a hunger for the things of God, you got to first experience Him. You got to know that He's good. You got to know that the things of God is good for you. And so, how do you experience God? By coming to church. By having worship time. By being intentional with reading your Bible. Because you can read your Bible and never get anything out of it. You can read your Bible and sleep the whole time. 
But when you're intentional with the Bible, then that gives God, that gives the Holy Spirit an opportunity and the time to show you what the Bible really says. But when you just open your Bible and say, well, in the beginning, God, blah, 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 on the first day, on the second day. Or if you become intentional with the Bible, you can say, man, Genesis chapter 1 tells, really shows that your words are important because God created this whole world with his words. But it's up to you to have that desire to know more, to want more of God. And just like Chick-fil-A will satisfy me when I want Chick-fil-A, every time we open up the Bible, every time we pray, every time we worship God, he's going to satisfy it. But there always has to be that desire. And I challenge you now as a team to develop a hunger for God. To be on fire for God. That no matter what it takes, I'm going to do the things of God. No matter what it looks like, no matter if I'm the only person at church on the front row, I'm going to have a Bible, I'm going to have a notepad and a pen, and I'm going to be ready to take notes. And that's what it looks like when you're hungry for God. Is when you're doing things that other people don't do. When we come in here and say, you know what, I'm expecting to God, for God to move. And come here, come to youth, expecting God to move. But it all first starts with having, wanting and having a desire for God. Amen? So I challenge you to, if you don't read your Bibles intentionally, intentionally to start. Because Pastor Michelle says it all the time, but you can read the same verse a bunch of times. And when you're being intentional with it, the Holy Spirit is going to show you several different things in those one or two verses. Why? Because she's longing to know more. She has the desire for God. That's how we ought to be. And we can do that as a 6th grader, as a 12th grader, in anything in between. But like I said, it's a your choice, and it's something you got to do on a daily basis. Amen? So I, that's going to be my challenge, and I'll invite Miss Anna up here real quick. Uh, it's to have a hunger for God, to desire God, more than anything else, and not try to fill that desire with other things, to try to fill that desire with football or basketball or friends or school 
Because I'm here to tell you I've tried that, and that's never going to fill that spot in your life that was meant for God. It's not going to work. So learn from my mistake and just go after God. And so that's what I got for you guys tonight is be hungry for God and the things of God. Have a desire for Him. Seek after Him first, and He'll take care of all the other things in your life.